This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. Brought to you by Extend. Hi. Tell everybody what your new podcast name is. This is great. Third and Manageable. <laughs> So we really did we really did have a lot of submissions on Twitter. Yeah, I wasn't there for this. What the hell was going on here? I think we were just talking about how bad of a name the emerging podcast scene is. And so I know, Owen, you don't want to put a new open together. But I thought no, I don't to myself, mind it. Well, we we went through this. Everything's been taken. Anything that is somewhat related to football has been taken as a podcast name. Literally everything. Like, yeah. it started out, we talked about Coffin Corner. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Which untied... would be funny if there was a funeral director hosting a podcast about football, you call it the Coffin Corner. The Coffin Corner. corner. Yeah. Then you would. Then it would yeah. make sense. Uh, the Untimed Down. Like, we just went through all these, and they're all <laughs> chosen. So, I thought one of the buzz... Untimed Down is chosen? I don't know. Third manageable. So, I thought, what would be more quintessential Cleveland Browns than, ah, oh, hey, it's now third manageable. It seems like a good thing, right? Yeah. That's forever. Have yeah. you done the legwork to find out if this is taken already? I have it. Can you look it up? Yeah, that's what I'm doing. There's uh, no way that one's done. The hell with it. I I'm swear sure to God. I'm if sure it, it's open. If, if it's John Breach and Will Brinson's other <laughs> podcast, I'm going to lose my mind. I got a podcast. We'll call it the Mike McDaniels, the coolest coach of the NFL, <laughs> and everybody loves him right now on the internet podcast. He is funny to listen to. Of course, to. our mutual friend on the internet probably acts like he's known him for 20 years. I still have him muted. No, oh, come on. Still need a break. Get off it. Still get off your. Break. You get know off. he invented the playoffs, don't you? Get off your high horse. Somebody said he's been sending out nothing but losers. Well, that's his fault, not mine. You wouldn't hear about that on Twitter, though. Yeah. And no, I'm not talking about Stu Finer, so don't even start. Are we going to get Stu Finer on this or not? What is. Welcome to Third and Manageable, a podcast about all things NFL. We dive into teams, players, Shut coaches, up. and fans who he's make not, this game lying. so Please. much fun to watch. No. No. We break down fantasy football, but with a taken. dynasty perspective. It's taken. Third and in the interest of full taken. disclosure, all right, we're gonna call our it takes December. have... I'm still doing my thing. We're going to call it December in Berea. That's the name of the podcast. <laughs> December in <and> Berea. <laughs> 
Oh, is, who is the one that Guarantee coined Zach that? and Andre not Jackson? have that copyrighted somehow. Did Zach Jackson coin that? Yeah, probably. Yeah, it is Zach's thing. we got to call Zach first. He had congrats. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. I like the T-shirt they have with the with the, the Masters logo. It says congrats. <laughs> the script. Oh, that was really good. All right, we'll take more submissions. We have another week. We'll put it off. What do you want to talk about? Oh, so I wanted to know. Because we only talk about. Yeah. This is the thing about this. Oh, here we go. Now I'm going to get. Somebody brought this up, and I told them. I go, guys, you have to understand. Lima plans the show. I mean, I organize it. We only talk about what Anthony wants to talk about. I can fake it through certain things. Like, like, hey, can you give me 20 minutes on the Browns' defense? I'm like, yeah, I can talk about the Browns' defense. I can force it. Lima will not do that. If Lima doesn't have a hook emotionally on it, he will mm. not discuss it. He will not do business like that, which <laughs> is good because it keeps us better. It keeps me sharp, and it, I think it forces us to do better things. So I can't fault you for that, but you do plan everything without you even wanting to plan it. You write nothing down. I write everything down. I'm not a writer. I'm not a big fan of the writing of this stuff. It's, uh, it's too much work. So I was wondering, yesterday, uh, you know, hobnobbing with uh, with Cleveland Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski. Ah, yes. I didn't realize he was sitting two rows in front of me for the entire He's game. He's kind of an unassuming figure. Like he Mike was. Pettin, you could see him coming through the yeah, door. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, I mean, honestly, the way the way that he is dressed and carries himself – it is. He looks like a regular guy from Cleveland. Yeah, but he's. He he's, looks like another Ignatius father, doesn't he? he? Oh my God! Yeah, that's exactly. These what kids don't go to Ignatius yet, though, do they? This is great. Any like any like teetering right this now? This is so. This is so great. I have no idea. Because obviously, if he's here for the next ten years, you know, those are things that he's going to be we thinking about. Hope so. I mean, that's what happens with some coaches in some cities. So why can't it happen here? So yeah, that's true. you know, if Stefanski gets to be here a while. Uh, he was sitting on the Ignatius side, and. It was, you know, when it's Ed's and Ignatius, it's like Hatfields and McCoys, although they do, it's not a rivalry where they despise. I mean, on sports, they despise each other, but the kids in this day and age, they hang out. They go to the same Catholic schools together, you know, leading up to that, and then they, they uh, diverge. I never went to Catholic school. I wouldn't know. So, and it's all neighborhoods. I mean, it's a lot of West Side, Irish, embedded neighborhoods. I'm Irish. What are so, you trying to say? So, you could tell. People are coming up to I'm him. American, the, brother. The whole game going... Hey, Ignatius. You need to send him to Ignatius. Look at look at look at that. Look at that. Like thumbing the nose at the Ed's kids and the way they were carrying themselves, which was the funny thing is the kids were carrying themselves the same way. But that's way. the thing, if you there told was me no to, difference. Look at that. I go, Yeah, I think I'd rather send my kid there. I'd rather <laughs> send my kid to Ed's. Yes. So it was uh it was fun to be there, but I, I wondered because Kevin was sitting in the front row because there were no other seats and mm. they I think they kind of made an area for him. So he's sitting there. Other people Kids had to have noticed who was there. I want to know, would that make you nervous as a high school basketball player to know that the head coach of the Browns is sitting courtside? Right there, you can see him. Like, you're inbounding the ball when it goes out of bounds right next to Kevin Stefanski. Does that at all make you nervous? Because I remember there were games when I watched LeBron in high school, Shaquille O'Neal. I would be that like you would I, see the craziest stuff. I think if I was playing basketball, it wouldn't. Okay. And I'm trying to think of other guys. Like I could take as many cheap shots as I want to and be like, oh, as so I was in bottom of the boys, so I wanted to run Nick Chubb. Da, da, da. Yeah. It's not that. He's coach is another sport. True. So I wouldn't be Okay, as so nervous. if it's Pat Riley. Yes. If that Pat would be Riley was sitting there, and I know he'd be very critical no matter what, he couldn't help himself from being critical. 
I'd be nervous. Are you saying nerves just from, well, he's the football coach of the Browns, or are you saying nerves from, he's a celebrity. to the, He to, is, but he's not He's not somebody I'd be nervous in front of if well, I were you're playing an basketball. you man, though. I, that's you're fine. You're not a teenage boy. But if, I, but like if Bill Belichick showed up at a St. Ignatius basketball game, i go, what the hell are you doing here? But I'd be also be like, I wouldn't be nervous that Bill Belichick was there, even though Bill Belichick's the best to do it. I wouldn't be nervous. Mm-hmm. If I, if J.B. Bickerstaff was there, though, who has not won a championship or been to a finals, I'd be nervous. Well, they all know who he is. They, yes, they but he's a cast, basketball yeah. coach. I'd be nervous. Mm-hmm. Like if my high school son, okay. if my son was playing in high school football and J.B. Bickerstaff was there, there'd be, there should be, I, there'd be no nerves. But if Kevin Stefanski was there, there'd be some nerves. Of course, he'd be like sitting in the press box, wouldn't he? I don't think. He'd Am be I? In help me out in this. This is me being naive because I was an awful. I like athlete. how there were chair backs in that picture from the reserve seats. Oh I yeah. Saw that. Oh yeah. Don't think I didn't notice. Oh, those are tough tickets to get. I see those kids you've been hanging around with. Don't think I haven't noticed. So this, this, that, this will obviously been running as someone who was a terrible athlete, a uh, terrible and still am. You weren't that I, bad. I, Shut up. You're a good golfer. I'm I don't, terrible. I don't know the difference between the sports when it comes to this. Do nerves play more of an impact, uh, have more of an impact on basketball than football? Because I bet they do. Football is just, I, this is me sounding like an idiot, so you guys can all tweet at me and tell me I've never played the game, so this is why. Good. I want to hear it. It just seems like football is instincts. Basketball so I've seen guys in basketball totally blank the bed in high school. Yeah, just the moment was too big, you. and all of a sudden they're airballing free throws. That coach thirty on Twitter moments too big. I'm gonna piss down my leg. <laughs> Not really an athlete. Not an athlete. The one was great. Told my coach. Uh, told, lied to my coach. Told him we're in a four three, being exposed here on national television. <laughs> so funny. So that was the funny. best. And that the, was the, the Utah kid watched himself on the, TikTok getting smoked. He did. I think he did. What did he do? He did Dallas. He just did Dallas and San Francisco, and he was dressed as Michael Irvin. And he was like, they made him all sweaty and crying. And he goes, he goes, been lying all my life. Now I'm being exposed. I'm a professional, and now I'm being exposed. It was great. So, what were we talking about? What were you? What were about you just nerves. asking me? About oh, yeah, nerves. About, nerves. about which sports? Because like golf, football, golf, Michael Parsons, hell Michael yeah, Parsons. nerves are going to get to you. Michael Parsons is a defensive player of the year candidate. They're in week one. They played Tampa, right? And they showed him getting exposed, mm-hmm. like, and it was like, yeah, they're putting him out on the field because he's a great athlete. He's nervous. Go play the game. It's instinctual. Yeah. We got to get him out on the field because we know he's great. He's going to make mistakes because he's a rookie and he's playing against the best to do it on the other side. It's going to be difficult. So, like, no offense to Warren Sharp. I like Warren Sharp. That should be on the list. Warren Sharp, you guys write that down. Write it down. So, we're going to uh, name like the Warren Sharp. The Warren Sharp. Warren Sharp's podcast. like, whoa. We should have, let's have Warren Sharp on the show podcast. podcast. <laughs> so, he showed the video, and yeah, like Michael Parsons out there running around with like a chick with his head cut off, but he got mm. it. And so I think that there are nerves, but it's easier to play football, at least defensively, mm-hmm. with nerves. And like my dad, again, my dad's a Dolphins fan. I watched a lot of Terrell Buckley, and I'll never forget, they played the Seahawks back when the Seahawks were in the AFC. They played the Seahawks in a playoff game. Terrell Buckley had a pick. And they were saying like how Terrell Buckley said he came into the game scared, and he plays better scared. That's Terrell Buckley they were talking about. A good at the a time, a good cornerback. Yeah. So I think that guys – do play football better with nerves, especially because there's a lot of physical contact, and so that nerve can be out of you very quickly. 
and then it's easier, I think, to get through it. With basketball, you know, it, it takes a lot of skill, a lot of finesse, and I think that that can be very difficult. I mean, if you if you have a spot on the floor, a guy we used to work with named Micah, his dad was a ref and a coach. Great guy, mm-hmm. great guy. And I went to the MAC tournament with him. This is years ago. And we're at the MAC tournament, and I'm bitching up a storm because I'm like, shoot it! And he's like, I yelled it. I could tell. I didn't annoy him, but he just wanted to correct me. He's like, that's not his shot. And I didn't understand. I'm a sports talk host. I was Mm -hmm. hosting it at night. I didn't understand, though, that there's guys on the floor, like, when you're like, shoot it, you're open. It's like, that's not his shot. He has no confidence to take that shot. Also why he's open. Yes. Also exactly why he's open, because they, they've scouted, and they know it's like, go ahead, shoot that shot. You ain't going to make it. We know you ain't going to make it. And you know you ain't going to make it. I didn't know that. And I think that's that's part of it, is that you're wide open. There's spots on the floor. And then, like, you go to a spot, you're open, wide open. It's your spot. Clang. That can have an effect, I'm sure, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Oh, 100%. 100%. And, you know, people bring up... More Ky- of the story, don't stop learning. Well, they're <laughs> they're going to bring up Kyler Murray. And Kyler Murray did look rattled. But also, they were down. You're inside your five-yard line every injured. time. And then you're, you're getting rattled because you don't have confidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baker Mayfield against Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. You already know you're injured. You know that they know you're injured. <laughs> and you're having trouble with mechanics. His mechanics went downhill because of the injury. We all understand. And then what happened? A few of those balls got batted down. Now all of a sudden, T.J. Watt is taunting you in a flagrant way. I mean, it was they're not boys. Like, T.J. Watt and Baker did not dap at the end of that game. That was different from, hey, you know, that was awesome. We talked, you know what, throughout the whole game. That's what we love to do. And then, you know, after the game, we shake hands. That was not the case yesterday. Hell, <laughs> that was not the case. <laughs> he said that to me. Oh, and you got to see this guy. I said this to you, too. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I saw it. Yeah. You so, will piss your pants with laughter here in a me. second. Hold on. But, Hold on here. But, but anyway. Well, I wish I could tell people what it is. People get upset. I think this is a skit because we were like, oh, yeah, this yeah. is child abuse. No, like, dude, they do this yeah, as a video. He's in on it. But anyway, I just, I know. Like, the Kyler Murray thing was really bad, and the Baker Mayfield thing got really bad. What are you taking a picture nothing, of? Nothing. Nothing. <coughs> Focus on what's going on. I am. Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. It was fun last night. Jesus. What the hell is that? <laughs> what are we doing? But anyway, so. I don't think I'd be that rattled if Kevin Stefanski was there if I played high school baseball. Okay. okay? Moral of the go. story. That's what I want to know. Uh, do you want to talk about whether or not we should send prayers for shoulder injuries? Yes. Or is that too much? Okay, so. Because I was a little afraid to touch that during the show. It is it is uh, professional sports. These guys get paid a ton of money. But at the same time, I'm sure they don't like to go onto the knife. I don't know how many surgeries Baker's had. Oh, and you're the, you're the Baker guy. Sorry. You're the Baker bro of this, right of this podcast. Do we know how many surgeries? You're Baker, bro? I ride with scalpels. <laughs> Jeez. You've become ahead, very I'm, surly. You have become surly. I'm the, sur- I'm the surgery guy on the show. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say? Uh, I'm just I'm just wondering. These guys don't want to go under the knife just like we don't want to go under the knife. You said you were terrified of surgery now. Well, now I am because I haven't had it. Had well, I have had one, you know, like every kid who breaks their arm at some point – you know, or or whatever injury. I actually had a legitimate football injury. I was 15 years old, and it was my first ever scrimmage. 
So, gosh, who were we playing? A kid played at Ohio State, too. We're playing, we were scrimmaging Cant McKinley before they were in the mm-hmm. Federal League. And it, it was almost the best thing that happened to me because then I really tried after that because it was just it was just like, dude, like I'm 15 years old. I ain't going to lie to you. I mean, we're on the podcast. I can say it like your balls are dropping, but your balls ain't dropping like a senior. Like mm-hmm. I, I played – like it ain't like that now. At least I don't think it is. I – I played high school football, and there were some hard-ass guys. Mm-hmm. Like, they weren't interested in college. They were interested. They had already been in bar fights, man, and they were 18 <laughs> years old. Like, they didn't care. It's it's Stark County's a different area, and these were rough guys. And I just – I woke up. I never forgot. We had two-a-days, and I watched most extreme elimination challenge that Sunday before the Monday two-a-days, and I was dreading it. I was dreading it. Quitting never caught in my head. That never came to my head. I was like, it, and it was just surviving practice, mm-hmm. and it was the worst effing attitude I possibly could have had. It's embarrassing. It really is, and I'm embarrassed to tell it now. And I would, I would say this to my son, for so he didn't do it. And so it was just making it through practice for a week, standing in the back, waiting for running, making sure I had enough energy to run. You're never going to play if that's the case. And I'm ashamed to say it now, and that's the truth. And anybody who coached me then knew that was the truth. So I get in at the end of the scrimmage. I get in against Kent McKinley. Oh, my God. And third play. I remember the second play I got in on a tackle, but the ref thought I was a little late. And he's like, don't be late to lunch. That's what he said. I go, okay, sorry. I went back in. I got double teamed. And I didn't feel it. I did not feel it when it first happened. And I got caught. This is embarrassing, too. I was up high. I got caught because of where I got hit on my knee. I didn't realize this. I got caught underneath shoulder pads. I got carried like 10 yards away from the play. I fall. I finally fall down, and I go to get back up, and I can't get back up. Oh, my God. And I don't – again, I'm not feel, – there was like a boring little pain in my knee, but it didn't hurt that bad. And all of a sudden, my coach saw it. The head coach saw it. Keith Wakefield, great coach, legend in Stark County. They should name us. They named the stadium after him. That's our podcast name. Yes, the the Keith Wakefield podcast. Keith Wakefield Stadium podcast. Presented by the player he would not remember. So I remember I looked up in the sun, and he looks down at me. He goes, don't get up. Just stay right there. He knew it, and I didn't. Oh, my God. He's like, just stay down. Just stay right there. And I remember he goes, just stay right there, son. Don't move. I'm like, I went to go get up. I'm like, I can't get up. He's like, oh, I know. And I like, and I remember Shum, the athletic director or the athletic uh, the trainer, trainer, who's now a football coach, I think at Kent Roosevelt, came over and they helped me out because I went, I was like, I can't put weight on my leg. I can't move. And they're like, oh, like they said, like, okay. And so they pick me up. I go over to the, they take me over. I said, I finally said a word, by the way. Yeah. They take me over. Did you get that? Thank you. So I, I go over, they pick me up. I go over. They take me to the. We'll discuss uh, it later. They take me to the table, and I never. I my knee is underneath, and my I could see my knee swelling. And my dad is off that day. My dad comes down out of the stands. My dad leans over the fence and goes, "Are you hurt? Really? Are you hurt? Come on. There's there's still time left in this in this." I'm like, "Dad, I can't move." He's like, "Are you sure? He's like, Don't be lying to me." <laughs> and so that I go, "Dad, I can't move." And then when they said that, when I said that, they brought the cart over. I got the cart out of the stadium. Did you put your thumb in the air while no. you were leaving the scrimmage? <laughs> I'm okay, and everyone's not paying attention. No one cares. Everyone's like, when is this going to end? When is this going to end? The pant loads are out here. So 
Thumbs up, baby. I actually did the tomahawk chop as they were carrying me off. So I get in the back of the I get in the back of the cart. The cart drives me out of the stadium. The the locker room felt like it was a mile away from the high school stadium, by the way. Take me to the back, get the cart off. They get me in like a wheelchair. They wheel me back to the it was like a, it was so far away. Now it's right there where they built the state built the school. And they go, You gotta take your football pants off. I go to take my pants off. I'm I kid you not. It, my knee, like you see my knee now, my knee, my knee was swollen. So I didn't cut him off. It was a volleyball. My knee was a volleyball. And my, and the guy goes, Shum goes, you got to get him to a hospital as soon as you can. I start freaking out. I start hyperventilating nervous because I'm 15 years old. I'm a kid. I mean, I'd seen a girl topless, but that's it. Like I'm nervous. I'd be panicking. And so, dude. so my dad gets the Pontiac, my dad, a Pontiac 6,000 away. We go to the hospital. The guy, the the doctor in the emergency room says I shattered my kneecap, and it, it was it was like f- straight varsity blues. He may never play again, Mister Carmen. It was I'm crying, I am crying. They give me drugs, I calm down. We go to Doctor James Violet, who I think Doctor Violet might have passed away. He's the best in Stark County. I think you actually worked on Dustin. And Doctor Violet's like, no, instead of his ACL tearing. His knee, it's just kind of bad. Right under his knee, it pulled up part of the bone from his leg. Oh, my God. His leg is broken under the knee. Yeah. He goes, we got to go in. We'll screw it in. We'll get a screw. We'll put a rod in there. He goes, you're done with football this year, but we'll get you fixed up. You'll be fine. I go in the next, this was like three days later, school. No, a week later, school started. I got the surgery on the day school started. I remember it was doctor's hospital, which is no longer there. Wheeled me in. I remember talking to my dad. Went to sleep. Woke up. And I was like woozy. And couldn't move my leg. And then like the doc, the, the nurse came in. The male nurse comes in. Do you have to pee? I go, no. I fall back asleep. He goes, you have to pee? And they like wanted to make me pee. He lifts up my like gown. Mm-hmm. And he presses right above my fellas there. Like right above my you know what. And I'm like, get the hell away. My dad's like, what are you doing to him? I'm like, he didn't know. <laughs> and he's like, he's got to pee or we got to use a catheter here. Oh, And my God. dad's like, dude, I know you're woozy, man. You got to find a way to get up and get over there. They're, this is going to be uncomfortable. My buddy Brett ended up getting surgery. He was a baseball player, and he had, and he had to use a catheter. Oh, God. And, uh, oh, God. I, I don't even I was think able about to, that. I crutched over the bathroom. was right across the, right across the hallway from my uh, room. Used the bathroom, and then they were basically like, okay, he can go home. And I went home and it was the worst night ever. Like it, it, sell, it was setting in. The pain was setting in, and I'm just laying there on my bed. My parents are asleep, and it was awful. It was awful. But I, if I, I like, I didn't drink then. I wish I did now. I wish See, I did. this is not helping. I don't want to. Now, terrible. now I definitely it's don't want to have surgery for anything ever. Well, it, I'm sure a shoulder surgery isn't good, but at least you can move around. Like you can walk to yeah. a place. I couldn't walk, so. Like I went to school the next week. I had the first week of school off. Oh wait, I bet I bet sleeping for Baker is not going to be any fun. It probably hasn't been fun. Hasn't been fun, and it's not going to be any more fun for at least a month or so as it heals. I had a crutch all around school, so I'm just sweating my ass off. That's a nightmare. Were you were you five minutes late to every class? They let me. They let me leave early. They let me leave early. There's no way you'll make I, I it. I took the Did elevator. Did you have any friends that were like, oh, I'll be Kenny's book guy? <laughs> yeah. No, I was always a girl. I always picked a girl. Yeah. That was smart like you that. I'm not an that. idiot. Yeah. You gotta get that build there was this girl. She was so nice, Nicole Troxel. We actually, she had passed away a couple years ago. Um, she was so nice. She's pretty. She's a pretty girl too, and she was so nice. Always wanted to carry my books. Always a lot of fun. You gotta use that sympathy card. And, uh, that had to be. That had to work, yeah, right? I had plenty. They were always wanting to carry my books because they got out of school early. Did they sign your cast? Early. 
No, I had a big air cast. Okay. I had a huge ass air cast there. I remember that. And uh, that was bad. That was it was like it, they called it an immobilizer. It had these big rods on it, and my leg was just out like this. I went. I went to the road trips. We played at Columbus Eastmore. You were still going to school? Oh, stuff? yeah, because I'm like, I do not want to get away. I want to be mas- part of the team. I yeah. want to be like. You're a mascot at that point, yeah. kind of. And so team, I, I stood on crutches on the sideline and all that, that stuff. This ruined your life, on. damaged you psychologically. No. Some of my best memories are from high school. That's well, the only thing I would actually miss about high school. And coaches have to be like, yeah, come along, because they don't want to be seen as the heartless guy yeah. that's like, we used him. He broke himself. He's He's dead to us now. Well, no. Well, it's also that again. I'm I'm a complete and utter failure playing football. I mean, my size. I've been like I'm fat, but I used to not be. Right, fat. you should have been something. Yeah, but you to them, you're nothing. You're nothing. And <laughs> and I'm I'm a disappointment, and I have no problem saying that. It's sad, but it's true. But it did make me realize, and I got hurt. I actually got hurt the next year with my other knee. And so I was out the first, Jeez. like, three weeks of the season with the other knee. And I'm like, you know, I've been sitting here trying to save myself, and I'm still getting hurt. Maybe it's, maybe it's time there's, you there's actually a try. There's all of a yeah, sudden. maybe it's time you actually try and, and, and try to do something. By then, it was too late. Mm-hmm. And, and it's amazing. I have all this recall, and I listen to all these coaches, and I want to listen to all these coaches. I can't remember any. I couldn't remember any of my plays. Dan McLaughlin helped me remember my plays my senior year. But, again, by then, it was too late. I would love – All the I, players ahead of me were better. They deserved to start over me, and I'll never, ever say anything different. They were all good. I was happy to be on special mm-hmm. teams, and I got in at the end of games. I was proud of myself for that. That was it. I got along well with my teammates. I was so tiny. I can't even imagine going out for football. We played with a kid named Chad Wise. guy was like four or five. He races many stock in Midvale now. Asphalt, no baby. Kidding. He'll turn you. You know, when you walk he ain't up and down. Of nothing. They the, call him little hands. The uh, high school, boogity, boogity. High boogity, school boogity, football boogity. Friday nights, you walk around and every team has at least one kid on crutches. You know, that's been yeah, yeah. that's been yep. damaged for the year. And the worst is when we do Friday night touchdown and you do the nineteen and you meet the kid. There's always a kid who's a listener and he's never in uniform and the worst is like, Yeah, I'm a senior. I'm like, Oh yeah. my god, I just want to hug you and Tell you life's going to be good. Yeah, life's <laughs> going to be way more than they're you wearing missing glasses. your senior year. The right ones now. with the uniforms that are wearing glasses, you kind of know they're probably not going to get into they're this game. They're not even rec specs. No, they're, they're just, just regular. It, but, it, but that's the thing, Tone. Glasses, you Tone. know they only have one pair. That's freaking $800. It's, it's just where you live. It's just where you live. Like if you live in Brunswick where they have a, a you know 100, ki- 100 kids on the football team, or you live in Menor where they have 1,000 yeah. kids in the school, yeah, it's going to be difficult. If you live in Connaughton Valley – where they might have 30 kids who go out for football, you're probably going to play no matter how good you are because no, they need you. Out there, you're in the marching band, and you're on the football team. At oh, halftime, yeah. you stay year. on the field. See it every year. We're brought to you by Extend, XTNDAV.com. So, what, so has, Owen, have you had a surgery? Yeah, on my wrist. That's right. I uh, broke it playing baseball. Compound fracture. Oh, jeez. You've never play, had a surgery? No. First base. And my shoulders, as much as – you know, people think, why, why are you making fun of uh, Baker Mayfield? Uh, maybe this is karma. Both my shoulders at the same time, like a month ago, started acting up. And, you know, I've mm. always, with any injuries, I've never had serious injuries, but any time I've had pain or whatever, I this is a dumb thing. Like I told you when I had COVID, I tried to drink through it, and that was bad. Yeah, it's with bad. injuries, I try to lift through it because I always think there's some magical healing power that just pushing through 
Well, I could tell you, I went and lifted with shoulders. I'm like, oh, this isn't so bad. I gotten through that initial pain for the last two weeks, throbbing, throbbing both shoulders. I think they both need some attention. They're full of lactic acid right now. I don't know what it is, but they're both throbbing. And I'm like, ah, serves me right. Now I'm going to find out how Baker felt. Good. Watch both shoulders at the same damn time. What'd you do? Doing shrugs? No, no, no. Well, it's just over time. I think it's wear and tear. Uh, and it really is. When they tell you, when you hit 40, they're like, well, I, people would always say it. And I'm like, screw you. I'm in good shape. Screw you. At 40 years old, it really does happen. So it is six It months. is amazing how your body starts to break apart. Just really? does. And I think it's from just lifting weights. I'm, so I got five more years to lose this weight? And then I can. I, I don't know. I don't know. Crap. It just seems like at 40, everything, everything went south immediately at 40. And when I tell older people that, they're like, yeah, 40. 40 is really that magic number when the wear and tear, all those years. Of, I mean, we used to run, we, we used to play morning basketball every day, and then we'd run in the hallways. We'd do sprints in the hallways. Wow. That can't be good on the tile, on your knees oh. and your joints and all that stuff. And I didn't even wrestle. I can't even imagine the wrestlers and oh. the people that took lifting seriously when they were in. I, I used to see kids that were 14 and 15, their so, dads would start making them lift heavy. And I'm like, I'm what are you doing? We started at 12. We lifted before school and after school. That can't school. be good. I I'm sorry. Had, I, want to you, I want to tell you guys, I almost had an old man moment the other day. I was, uh, this was yesterday. I was at the place I, I, I go to that I can't tell anybody where I go to. And there was a high school kid leaving and he was a senior. And him and his bros are talking about what they did that day. And as the kid's walking out, he goes... Yeah, man, they keep asking me to come to these open mats. I'm like, man, I don't want to bleep and wrestle. I'm like, no! Like, I wanted to tell him, like, dude, go do it. Like, I wanted to tell him so bad. That's, yeah. That is a regret I do have. They ask me all the time, like, come on out. And I'm like, I know what you guys do. And I bust. I have to bust my ass all day long in football. You guys are even worse. It is. I'm yeah. not doing that. And now I'm like, eh, you should have done it. Do you it. think you could have been good? No, but I would have. You don't I, think you could have been good at wrestling? No, but I would have. I would have learned things on how to shoot on people, yeah. and that would have been good. But and Perry's a good wrestling school. Yeah, too. it's I one mean, of the best in the state. Yeah, and so they would have taught me the right way. I tell you, and yes, they, I would. I mean, I would have had my ears mashed, and I would have been. Do you want to know the dumbest but thing? I would have been better. Do you want the dumbest thing? So we had the the science teacher was in uh, middle school, and when you're. When you're not doing anything, and I got cut from the We should ba- just be wearing Letterman jackets right now doing this, because this, when- this whole podcast has been <laughs> I, going down memory lane. So I made I made seventh, I made the seventh grade basketball team. I'm oh, sorry. I got cut in seventh grade. I made it in eighth grade. But in seventh grade, if you don't make the basketball team, no matter how scrawny, no matter how terrible you look, science teacher, Mr. Painter, would come by and go, hey, let's do wrestling. Let's see. You could be good at it. And I'm like... I'm not good. I'm mad. I got. I, I, I love basketball. I love watching basketball. Yeah. I love playing basketball. I'm not good at it, but I love basketball. Dude, the smell of the wrestling room, just the smell of it. I go, there's no way. It just smells so, like smell it smells is like hard what work. made me not want to do it. You it guys smells smells of hard like work. the worst, the hardest work you've ever done. You guys know how deep I'm into wrestling. Oh, right yes. Now, right? Oh, yeah. I got four kids wrestling yeah. right now, but, including a daughter. But there's all, you're always looking for. A heavyweight, and you're always looking for a scrawny the small guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah the I 98 mean, pounder or whatever. I've been talking to, I've been talking to the high school coach, and he does at the beginning of the year because 106 is the smallest kid. He scours the hallways and goes, "Hey, you, you, come here." Because they and figure, he, might, they, he goes, they can, you, they "You have you. no friends." Yeah, they can train. That's you. exactly what they. He say. goes, "If you have no friends, I got friends for you." Because the thing is, like, if you're a kid that you know maybe smaller, maybe getting picked on, like. I've got a group of bodyguards sitting in that room for you. If you come out and join us and be part of this deal, mm-hmm. we'll teach you how to defend yourself. 
Plus, you're going to be in with a group of kids that it's are true, man. And if you have nothing in your life, it's like true. honestly, if you don't have if you, social circles, whatever, like it is an unbelievable thing. You get involved in a sport where yes, it's a it's an individual sport. But like you said, you're hanging out with a new group of guys. Well, they have go, respect for it's you. So... It's the same as like track. You go to these tournaments yes. on the weekend and you just like you wrestle for 10 minutes the whole day, but you're there six hours. Yeah. You're just hanging out. The rest, the, the wrestling thing in particular, beyond all the other sports, it is just this unbelievable thing. And I can't like I haven't got Axel in it. I, like it's a sport that it's not for everybody, but it's kind of. Wrestling's weird because it's not for everybody, but it is for everybody because it's exactly what Lima just said. Like, oh, they'll train you. And it's like you can't really do that with some of the other sports. Like, no, you're not going to be an Olympian, but you'll be able to make a decent representation of yourself if you're trained by the proper people. And usually the guys who are coaching wrestling, it's not like any a-hole wants to be a football coach. Hate to say it, but it's true. Basketball, baseball, Mm -hmm. the same way. Takes a special kind of dude to be a wrestling coach somewhere, so you're probably going to be trained well. I'll tell that's, you, that's every the difference. every guy that was, was that excelled and stuck with wrestling from my back in the day, yeah, all successful now. Yeah. I think that discipline well, is, is even, a big part of it. In our program, you know, the guy that runs the varsity, he's a two-time state champ. Like, there, his dad coached for forty-seven years. Forty-seven years was is in the National Hall of Fame. So even like. The ones that are coaching the little kids. So we've got five football teams just for third and fourth grade in town. It's me and a bunch of other guys who were not great, but we played football. And we all think we know everything about Mm -hmm. football, and Mm -hmm. none of us really do, you know. Wrestling, every single one of those dads who volunteers their time was a state qualifier, a state place. I have a respect for anybody that was a stick. Do you understand what a freak freak you have to be? To get to the point where you're not only good at your school, but and I don't care what any state, state that has corn. Nah, any state that has corn, it's oh hard. Oh my god, yeah. Any state that has corn is hard. Yeah, man. I was looking yesterday. So you know, St. Ed's, the, the vaunted national championships right. in wrestling. I'm like, who says? But anyway, they'll say they 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 have they have the national the championships. Body. Dude, I watch these kids walk around, and I'm like, I you could just tell. You could just tell, look at these kids. And then I, I would, the, the priest, I've sat in front of the priest. I had to watch my language last night. I go, hey, what about that one? He's like, oh, yeah, he's state champ. What about oh, yeah. that one? Like, you could just tell. I, I don't need to know anything about well, him. I just look at him and I go, oh, I can their, tell. Their B team shows up to tournaments and wins. Oh, I, I, I And they can't even win animal. against the other kids in their room. Right. So the one year we won, the Perry won the state title as a team, and Ed's didn't, and it was a. We should have just closed down Lincoln Way and had a parade. <laughs> I mean, it was amazing. It was amazing. Is that the end of the podcast? I believe it is. Was this a good podcast or a bad podcast? Uh, We're brought to you by Extend, XTNDAV.com. I think I think it's pretty good. It's good. We actually talked wrestling that didn't involve Boy, that's right. actual wrestling or dead wrestlers. Now, we talked res- wrestling, real wrestling. Tatanka, thoughts? He's still alive. There we go. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.